BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi, eat your cars, bitches. Yeah, um, I'm here with Rachel O'Brien, comedian extraordinaire, Rachel No'Brien. Um, I just realized I've had this podcast set, like this like setup for four years, which mm-hmm. means that like there's probably so much fecal matter on it. Oh, God, you went with fecal matter? Yeah, because I was trying to think of the most disgusting thing I could do. You're doing it in your bathroom? Do. No, it's just like you never know who, like which guest hasn't washed their hands. That's disgusting. And even, you know what I think about a lot? Even though we all, well, hopefully we all wash our hands uh-huh. when we go to like go to the restroom, how much is still left over even though we are washing our hands. Do you want to know something disgusting? T- tell me. If you don't close a toilet lid when you flush it after like going number two, it like flies like in the air. Yeah, I read it in a book. It, like like particles will fly into the air and onto things. Honestly, so That's we should disgusting. just be okay with fecal matter. No, I don't think we should be okay with it. I think that you we should. Like I think we should embrace it. No, that. I think we should. I, because you know what? I've always Did been. Did you just not even care that I dropped septic poisoning as if I'm a doctor? And I think that you can't get it unless it's like injected or something. I didn't know. Anywho. Listen, I was too. uh, um, I I didn't know what septic poisoning was. So I I will tell you after this a very quick story of why I know what it is. Is it interesting enough for you to tell me right now? Yes. Okay. Tell me. Oh, on here. So I don't know if I told you this story before. So my friend, um, Carrie Martin, um, who has a podcast called White Wine True Crime, which makes me think I may have told you about this story because I've mentioned her on the show before. No, I feel like I would know septic her um, her aunt tried to kill her uncle by poison so he was already it's a true story uh so he was already in the hospital for some sort of surgery or something had happened right and they're old and she was a former nurse and so he uh he starts like dying basically and the actual nurses come in the room and there's a, a 911 call that was on uh not tmz daily mail Mm-hmm. where daily once, mail yeah, once once the like ner- person out. from the hospital like figures it out he calls 911 and he's like uh i don't know how to say this but um someone tried to basically murder one of our patients and they were like okay how he's like well they injected fecal matter into yes, their i've heard this their but tube. i don't think it was on my podcast okay yes so she injected fecal matter poop into his like honestly he's like intervenous vein thingy like the tube thingies and tried to kill him 
went to jail. No, sorry. Went to trial for it. Somehow got this type of jail time where you just check in and you go over your weekend, but you live your life during the week. And Goals. he <laughs> then he went in and he went into a witness protection program, but then they got back together somehow. And now they're just still together. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like it's a true story. I was going to go with like James and like Kristen or something yeah. like no. that. Something weird that you would never think would happen. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Where some, where somebody dated, then they tried to like, just not actually murder each other, mm-hmm. but in this case, murder. Yeah. But like loathe each other. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, out of left field. How did this happen? I mean, Granted, nothing brings I you closer nothing than knowing you're going to lose someone, you know? That hysterical. And you need to write that down for your next bit. Like you need to actually do a bit on that. Um, so and I'm not sitting here saying James and Kristen will ever try reuni- to murder each other. N- no, or get reunite, maybe yeah. murder each other, reunite. God, no, 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 no. I know for a fact ever. So like, I don't want to like, put that energy yeah, out no. there That's i was happen. just trying to think of two people that like would want to murder each other but there was no so- like at least in carrie like from what she knows there was no signs of them like fighting or like so she was like i you know what i just kind of feel like killing my hubby i guess so she's crazy i mean and carrie's mom saw it on the news one day she was just watching the news and they pop up <laughs> wait like her own mom wait hold her on mo- it was her, her mom it was i don't know it was like her mom's sibling, or maybe it was a great aunt, something like that. Okay, I'm sorry, but uh, this makes me disappointed in myself that I have not thought of something so creative. Well, like, she didn't get away with it. So did she? Didn't? I'm well, sorry. I mean, yes, they, she, she did. got convicted of it, but they were probably Who just like, "You're shit. old and crazy." Yeah, but she didn't have to go to prison. Isn't that crazy. They ended up together. <laughs> it's a love Bo, story. Where are you at? Where this is like the notebook. Bo, this is the notebook. Where's Ryan Gosling? This you is, need him. This is exactly the type of love that I want to have. You know, I want to be able to attempt murder on my boyfriend yeah. and have him still love me no matter what. That, that, that uncondi- is a true testament that of love. That unconditional love mm-hmm. is just what Doesn't I... Doesn't get much better than that. It's what I need. Maybe I should write like a, a like a love, like a romantic movie about this. I mean, honestly, there's like some like good script there. Yeah, I think so. Maybe Carrie and I will write Cause it. Because it, it could be like... It, it, it could be, be comedy-ish. Yeah. You know what I mean? When there are those like morbid, when they, I, it's I, so I, morbid that it's funny. Yes, no, it is. But funny. I like cro- like, like cross genre movies, yeah, dramedies where even any type of like, even mm-hmm. like horror comedies or like when even like, you know, like Cloverfield Lane, 10 yeah. Cloverfield mm-hmm. Lane where like, that was, if you have there not, was, there was if a lot you of have not, but I'm not even talking about the comedy part. If you haven't watched 10 Cloverfield Lane, skip 30 seconds. When you think it's just a horror movie oh, all, like, the whole yeah. entire time, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it's also a sci-fi movie. Yeah, like I love like it's a lot one of the people- greatest movies, but it's only scary the first time you watch it. Because remember, you and I tried to re- we tried to watch it on a plane, and together. we were like, yes. "Oh, once you know once what you happens, know the ending, you can never watch it again." But I guess do you ever rewatch horror movies? Yes. Are they still scary the second time? I don't know that yes. I've ever rewatched a horror movie. Yeah. Totally. Except for maybe like Exorcist. Like, I watched or The Shining a lot. Yeah. Um, the one in Paris. Um where it's in the catacombs. I watched I that quite a that few one. times, but it might be just because it's the catacombs in Paris, yeah. but I, I know what's going to happen, but I still am like really into it. Like yeah. there, there are some horror movies that even though, though I know what's going to happen, I, I still, I still love it mm-hmm. just because I like the movie, but yeah. this one, 
the whole kicker is at the yeah. end and so it's like you can't yeah you can't you can't redo it you you just can't but john goodman you'll never look at him the same definitely not yeah you know he loves new orleans he like lives in new orleans really? most of the time interesting yeah i love true crime i love murder i love murder documentaries murder podcasts scary movies anything like that i am just into it again i don't think this that this comes as a surprise it's just one of my favorite pastimes and i love like trying to feel like i'm involved and one of the most romantic gifts uh, my boyfriend ever gave me was when we first started dating he said i have something i'm so excited to give you and it was a hunt a killer subscription i shit you not one of the romantic most romantic things ever i mean that guy knows what's up and we will spend a few days out of the month sitting around in silence all night long figuring out how to solve a murder with hunt a killer so with hunt a killer it's basically going to be your new favorite obsession. It's a monthly subscription game where you become the detective immersed in a murder mystery. So every month you'll receive crime scene photos, evidence, motive and suspect information that you'll need to solve a crime. And I'm telling you, this shit is hard, like really, really hard. You have to like learn how to like do ciphers. You have to like put clues together. It's not Monopoly. All right. So prepare yourself. I actually like one of the things I like most about it that I didn't expect was that I feel like I'm actually like exercising my brain. Like I'm actually, you know, like using my brain to learn things. And it's just so much fun. You feel like you've actually like accomplished something once like that whole um, month is figured out. And right now, just for our listeners, you can go to huntakiller.com slash Stassi for 20% off your first box. They only accept 200 members a day, okay? So you have to hurry and take advantage of this offer. It's huntakiller.com, H-U-N-T-A-K-I-L-L-E-R.com slash Stassi for 20% off your first box. It is really fun. And it's like a community. There are like so many like forums and Facebook groups that like you can become a part of and like you like ask people you don't even know like oh my god like how do I even begin to like solve this it's like it's just a community I love it a community of like murder detectives huntakiller.com do you have you watched the OA we talked about this oh my because we must have talked about it no the first I, season I think two years ago we did wait yeah. Rachel so I was gonna text you before you came over here we really are on the same wavelength okay let me just say to everyone listening we did a two-parter so mm-hmm. Rachel and I just did her podcast be here for a while and so if you want to listen to the first part of that go down you don't have to download it you can actually just listen mm-hmm. to it without downloading but you know what I mean listen you can yeah, like Whatever. downloading is downloading it Whatever. to your phone. Subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never know how to actually say that. So you yeah. can go listen to this one for or hers first, on and then here for a while. Yes, and now we're doing ours. But we've been on the same wavelength. There's so many things that she's been saying that I'm like, oh my god, this has been on my brain. Oh my god, this has been something that mm. I'm thinking. And so I just finished the second season of The OA. Oh, okay, I'm only halfway through. Sucks for you. So uh, I guess we can't. I guess it, it is good, right? It does it get it's better? Fantastic. It's totally different, though. Totally different. Yeah, I'm. It's, a, I'm like halfway through the fourth episode. There's only seven. So, Bo. Okay, so I had to convince Bo to watch. The, mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I want to go back and watch the first season again because it's been two years. It's so like Game good. of Thrones. It's like they waited two fucking years. I know. And he thought the first season was like really slow, which I understood watching it back again. But then once you got to the finale, I'm like, and, yeah, I'm like. 
and we were both but like crying and I'm like, this is what it's all about. I didn't this is think what it was slow it. like halfway through though. Like I feel like maybe the first couple episodes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So he was like, it was during the day when yeah. like it was whatever. And then he's like, oh my God, I'm so glad I watched this. Let's watch so the second God. season. He loved the second season even more than the first. Yeah. I personally love the first. Okay, I think I'm going to feel the same way as you because so far I'm loving the first more, but I don't I know. I loved this. I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed every mm-hmm. moment of the second one. Yeah. But maybe because the first was just so like I didn't, it was, it's just different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I really, I want, I mean, I want everyone to watch the second yeah, season please too. please watch the first and the second. I think the show, I tried to get, it's I was fucking um, fascinating. on the road this weekend in Portland and uh, I was in an Airbnb with my friend Jack because he was doing the shows with me. And he wasn't tired after the show. I was kind of tired, but I was like, well, I'll stay up if you will watch the OA with me. And I like sat him down to like watch the first That's season. so fun to watch somebody yeah. else watch it. But he was like kind of drunk and like just not into it. And he was like scared of the show. He's like, why are you making me watch this right now? I'm like, oh, God, you, please try another you need time. To, yeah, yeah, you need to have, you need to be off your phone. Yeah. Put on closed captioning. You got to commit. You got to commit. I, I've, so I've rewatched it. the first season a couple times because I got other people into it. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I love that show. Okay. I'm telling you, the second season, it's just as good, just in a different way. I can't tell if tonight I should watch that or if I should watch Midnight in Paris because you mentioned Midnight in Paris on my podcast. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while and I need to get geared up for Europe. Well, I want to get into that a little later. Yeah. But like, I like how you were talking about the OA and in terms of like you were on tour and you were mm-hmm. writing and all that stuff because I've had a lot of people ask me about your writing process when mm-hmm. you like write for comedy shows mm-hmm. and all of your material and then being like, what's the difference? Or like, what are the differences? And like we haven't actually between like you writing a book and me writing. Yeah, we we actually I don't know ever really talked about that. Let's talk about it. So like I know what it's like. I mean, I can explain what it's like real fast for me. Yeah, do it. Hell, hell, hell. Knowing that you have to write a book. (laughs) You just yelled out hell hell hell. to a few people that were not in a certain amount of time. Knowing, you know, it was one thing deadline. Yes. And it was one thing to be like, okay, I have an idea for a book. Mm -hmm. Then it's like. Okay, you got to write a proposal. Hell, that's mm-hmm. hell, because that's really hard. I've heard that the proposal is almost harder than writing the book. Um, I felt like it was, uh-huh. and luckily I had help. So it's like I didn't have to fully have to like mm-hmm. just Google. Like, Your listeners do know that you had a degree in English or creative writing or whatever, right? I have a bachelor's degree in English writing yeah. from Loyola Marymount So it's not University. like you just haphazardly were like, I'm going to write something. It's no, like, you did yeah. This. yeah. But uh, it still is like... N- I don't remember being taught the process of how to like go about this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you like major in English mm-hmm. in school, you're just studying other people's. Yeah. And I don't think there is a way shit. to teach a process because everyone has their own process. There's no way people ask me that all the time. Like, well, if I want to do it, like how would I do it? I'm like, well, here's how I do it. But yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was re- once I actually got the book deal after the proposal, mm-hmm. that was the hardest part. And the hardest part was that like, I didn't realize that like, at least the way that I work best is mm-hmm. to have a structure. I would just stare at my computer screen and be like, where do I begin? I have all of these like different little notes and mm-hmm. writing it in my notebook that I normally wrote by hand and like mm-hmm. just things that are all over the place. And I'm like, how do I put this in into like a book form that's like over 200 pages? Like, how do I do that? How do I structure that? I don't even know where to begin. So I would, I don't like cleaning. I yeah. clean my apartment. I'd organize shit. Oh I would just God. like I wouldn't shower, I'm and I would so just with you on walk that. around and just examine things in my apartment. Maybe make 
40 Aperol spritzes. It's and then, unbelievable what you will do to avoid doing to avoid it. writing. The Specifically writing. Yes, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And then I cried. I mean, I cried to my publishers. I cried to so many people, texted them being like, I don't know what to do. Why the fuck was I hired for this? Like, why is anyone giving me a chance on this? Because this is so, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, let me help you when when you actually have a structure like let's say okay why don't you like go in terms of chapters mm-hmm. let's figure out chapters together it's then super smart. you can focus on one thing at a time because it's almost like and the only way i can describe this in terms of writing a book is like the way that i feel about like decorating a home i love decorating apart my apartment granted never i've never decorated a home but mm-hmm. like my apartments it's like I kind of want to work on one thing at a time. Like mm-hmm. my dining area, make sure that's right first. And then you go into like a bedroom, you go into something else and like you do it one at a time. So once they were able to be like, focus just on this for a week. That's really smart. Then yeah. my creativity was like, okay, I'm not thinking about just like this infinite amount of like shit I can write about. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, breakups specifically. How do you get over one? Now I know and I can write forever. Yeah. And that was the only like to be able to like focus on one topic at a time. Then I would just do that like a week. That Mm -hmm. was the only way I knew how to do it. And it was still hard because I'm like, yeah, how do I deal with a breakup? Or like, what do I think about like this? Yeah, but you just made it so much easier by even saying that one section like that. Like it's that because that's something you can talk about with a friend for days. So you just I wonder if you did you do that at all where you would be like, Hey, do you like call someone and be like, Hey, you did, did it with me a few times. About yeah. Something, I texted you. I texted yeah. a lot of you guys asking you like, questions. What about did something. I do then? Or yeah. Or, and also like, what did y'all do? I mm-hmm. asked a lot of random questions, even maybe even if you didn't know, I might not, I know a lot of the times I was like, I'm writing this right now and I needed like, do you remember this? Or do you remember mm-hmm. whatever? Mm-hmm. But I might've even just asked questions to you guys with, without even being like, this is for my book. Like, but like, what was something yeah. or like, what's going because sometimes even just those kind of conversations spur it's, something. Yeah. And just like a podcast where like mm-hmm. you, you think that you're going to follow an outline and questions and things that you're going to talk about on your mm-hmm. podcast. And then it just like sparks something in your brain and then you go off on that. And that is more interesting than the thing you even totally. intended on talking totally. about. Every yeah. time I've just like interviewed someone, it's never been that interesting. Yeah. We just like when you like connect, even with someone you don't know, you connect on a topic mm-hmm. and then you guys just go off on that. It's yeah. so much more interesting. Totally. Yeah. So how's the writing for stand-up uh, for <laughs> and s- script writing? That's They're two totally different things. Uh, for stand-up, for me, I don't ever just sit down like, I'm going to write new jokes. It's like I'm constantly making notes of funny stuff that happens, funny stuff that's said, um, weird or bad things that happen to me that I then can find funny. Yeah. And I'm always just writing them down always writing notes on my phone and like a little notebook that I carry in my backpack, whatever. Listen, <laughs> I said in your, if, if, if you don't go and listen to, well, go listen to Rachel's podcast before this, the, like mm-hmm. turn this off and then go listen to mine after. But she updated her backpack. Yeah, it's this, jazzy this bitch was walking around for like, I feel like a year. Yeah. Like a good year with like a weird old, I'm going to say this, Jan Sporty looking, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely Jan Sport adjacent looking backpack that Mm -hmm. was like, I'm sorry, you're one of the chicest people I know. You introduced me to designer things. Yes, Mm -hmm. I always knew about designer things, but you you taught me a lot about it. And then all of a sudden you're walking around with this weird ass homeless person. You know what? I was I was simplifying my life, you know, I was being relatable. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
whatever. So I, I keep a notebook with me. And so I will just write down, yeah, like funny stuff that happens. And then for me, for stand-up, it's at, then I work it out on stage. And so then I will, I'll just have like a concept and then uh, I go on stage and I okay, try it out. And then I will that's usually terrifying. end up... But yeah, I've gotten used to it, though. That's what I do. No, because, like, oh, my God. See, so that is something... At least I can... Granted, okay, I'm not... I, I have no idea what's going to happen with my book, if pe- how people are going to respond to it. it. But meaning, I couldn't imagine going on stage and being like, what do you think about this idea? Even though that's not how you're presenting yeah, it, yeah. you're just doing the joke. I couldn't imagine going on stage and then just being like, all right, but that idea that I had that I thought was superb uh-huh. sucks because none of you bitches are laughing. Yeah, that happens. And, but sometimes also they laugh hysterically at stuff that's like improv and new. And then sometimes also like kind of like with podcasting stuff will come out of your mouth where you're like, that is so much funnier than if I would have sat down and like wrote it out, like yeah. just a natural thought that comes into my brain. Yeah. And so I build it like that and then I will, and then I will find what works and I'll repeat it and I'll build on it and maybe I'll write more into it. And yeah. And script writing is totally different. Script writing is exactly what you described as a yeah. very horrible experience of cleaning my apartment, trying to find various places to write and to be inspired. Like, do I go to a restaurant so that I'm not in my apartment trying to clean? Like, it's... But then I'm just going to focus on the food and wine. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Or, so it's or, a terrible experience. Yeah, but see, I always thought when I went to, when I was in college, I thought my screenwriting class mm-hmm. was the hardest class I had. Out really? Of, any writing class because I had every type of writing class uh-huh. to fi- like to figure out how to you know they make yeah. you do that and screenwriting to me was the hardest one and a lot of people like like Owen Wilson in Midnight in Paris is mm-hmm. like well screenwriting's easy and I'm like no it's not see I, I I'm with him on that because I feel like writing a book so first of all it's a lot more writing a lot more words to me writing is like just some words no in the because of the you page. no because you have to get out a whole entire feeling and vibe yeah. just with dialogue True. just with dialogue well and scene description but yeah but for the, the most part the di- dialogue screen, yeah. the, the, the description is very small yeah. and very short yeah i think it's so much easier to be able to use like a stream of consciousness sort yes. of yes like, and to I mean, really describe what you want to like what you want people to envision and mm-hmm. and feel and think and like it's so, to me it's so much easier to write that out with screenwriting i felt like i was like in a coffin where i was like i I, I can't just write some dialogue and being like setting this blah, yeah. blah blah is blonde scared and whatever and worried about blah 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 and then just have the whole feeling of what I, I imagine what yeah. coming out just in dialogue. I guess I'm just thinking of the length and the commitment to writing a book seems a lot longer. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. If somebody asked me to write a script, I'm pretty sure I couldn't do it. You'd do it for the right amount of no, money. No, I I'm don't. Sure. No, I don't think I could. Yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm saying I don't think I have the capability to. I don't. I think I have that talent mm-hmm. to be able. You'd be surprised to just. Because what if an actor comes in and is just like totally misinterpreting it, or the director, or somebody who comes in and reads what you've envisioned in your head, mm-hmm. and then is all of a sudden thinking. They're they're interpreting it as something completely different. You're like, that's not what I meant. You can't describe it because it's not written on the page. And that's how they're taking it. At least with a book, it is what it is. Yeah. It's out there. Then you can have an opinion on it. But you can't really misinterpret what my words are. Yeah. It's it's there. Sure you want to say that? Just in case there's something you want to be like, you know what? You misinterpreted that. It's not how I meant it. Yeah, that's a good point. Anything in text can be misinterpreted. 
Okay. Anything yes. can be. The tone can always mm-hmm. be misinterpreted. Yes, absolutely. So that's why maybe screenwriting's easier because you can tell an actor. Like, I'm sure the writers have some involvement on what happens on set. Like, no, this is not what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. I still think screenwriting's harder, and mm. so kudos to you. Thanks. And I also think that um, doing stand-up comedy is harder than anything else, so kudos again to you. Thank you. I just love it. I, I mean, it is hard. I mean, people still, like, Tiffany Haddish bombed recently, like, but like huge comics still bob like i've had some experiences where i've walked off stage like like literally walked off stage because you've bombed uh because i wasn't handling something properly like a heckler or something well that's another thing i wanted to ask you about about hecklers Mm -hmm. because we both experience them in different ways totally i I get them just on twitter yeah you get them in person yeah and i have no idea what that would be like if i just was on a stage with people telling me i'm shit yeah i'm used to just seeing it on my ipad well i feel like you're getting a larger volume of it because people can can hide behind a screen they don't have to be you know in an audience willing to actually speak up however there is a power to being on stage and having the microphone and also you can literally tell the security guard like take this person out like you can end them very quickly i would love that yeah i've never actually done that which i should as opposed to like what is some what is the what is one of the is there something that you remember that's like one of the worst things that people have said someone has said there to was you just or? I got I got really distracted once when I was in Reno because these guys just kept saying boobs over and over again and Shut it the was fuck just up. annoying the shit out of me and I was Shut like the I got fuck like up. angry a little bit where I was just like I wish your fucking whiskey was poisoned you're pissing me off and then they kept doing it and then I was just like you know what I'm done and I just got off stage because I was just like I don't I do not feel like Rachel. Doing right now. That's something you should write into like the girls group chat so that you can get like get that anger out. Really? If I mean, someone did fine. that to me, if someone if I was on stage mm-hmm. giving a performance and I had a bunch of dudes like screaming, scary biker looking screaming dudes too. boobs at me the whole entire time and I can't even focus or do my job. Mm-hmm. You bet your ass. I would have Instagram story crying the I whole entire time afterwards. Should have so infuriated, crying I, from just being mad and angry. Well, I probably should have stood up for myself too because I got then demoted on the show. I got in trouble from the club because I got off stage and I just never mentioned it to the booker. Like, I just was like so pissed and like, well, fuck it, whatever. And then Rachel, I never mentioned it. I'm like, I feel that I feel really bad. That's oh, thanks. <laughs> the fact I, that I, now that I'm thinking about, it, I should have mentioned it to him. Like, hey, this is why I got off stage. Like. And like ha- I'm sorry, especially with like the like the climate that we're in right now, where mm-hmm. like women have such a huge voice and we're yeah. allowed to actually say what we want to say and and you I feel like you it's admitting right- defeat in comedy though. Not, I feel like that it's like you're supposed to be like you should be able to handle anything. I don't really feel like people get up there and just. I mean, for men, like there's nothing that they can say like that. Even if so, like there was a, a say a bachelorette party yeah. of chicks being like dick first of all that doesn't ever really happen yeah and if it did it's not the same as like you can't really cover your boobs yeah yeah, yeah. guys yeah. can cover their 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 d's you yeah. know what i mean like it that is a very you're a woman getting on stage you have natural large boobs mm-hmm. you can't do anything about that mm-hmm. and that is something that that's that's not just heckling that's like another layer yeah that's true well, I, I should have handled it better. Like, I mean, I well, no, should have really stood up you for myself. Yeah, you should have. Well, yes. Just stand up for yourself. 100%. Yeah. I'm not saying you handled it poorly, but mm-hmm. like 
you shouldn't be ashamed to be like, I couldn't handle them. Just how can anyone focus? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not that ashamed of it. Like, I wish focus. I would have handled it better. But like, it, it was one of those things where I was like, ah, my brain couldn't do it. So, you know, fuck it. Do people ever like say just like, you suck like I see in the movies? No, 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 no one does that. So no. it's like people specific are pretty nice. heckling. Yeah, it's specific. It's or it's just like people talking really like. That like having me. their own like we had a bachelor bachelorette party in portland on like friday or saturday and they were just it was like they were having their own night they were just they did not care that's so rude they yeah. don't go to a fucking comedy yeah. show i mean every comic like kind of yelled at them we were like what are you this is not a participation thing like what are you doing here yeah but whatever were they talking to you guys or were they talking they were doing everything talking to us and then also having very loud conversations amongst themselves like super annoying but it's i mean it, that's but it's part of the job that's what it is you have to have, like, the thickest skin ever. Yeah. You get used to it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like, but see, people say this to me. They're like, how do yeah, you Yeah, that's deal? true, because I think about this with Vanderbilt. Like, clearly, I did not have thick enough skin or was good at reality TV or was willing to put my... Like, it's not like I didn't have a shot at the show when, you know, they had cast me to be Kristen's, like, rent-a-friend, you know? Uh, well, she's not, you're one of her best friends. So yeah. it's not, but I know, when, I know I'm, what you mean. It's because she, it, it, it was the year that she'd alienated everyone yeah. and they needed her to have a friend. Yeah. And she's like very much one of my best friends. Yeah. One of my you longest mean friends. rent a friend as in the producer's point the of view. Pr- yes, yeah, exactly. And like, I'm sure I could have, you know, created some drama or been involved and it just wasn't in my wheelhouse. And I don't know how, and I, and I, I know in many many circumstances i was like very cautious of like i don't want to get too drunk i don't want to be involved in something bad i don't want to like you yeah. know like i can't i it i just don't have it so you you're able to yeah, endure so it's an interesting it's your interesting ab- ability to be able to be a moron on camera no that's <laughs> no because you're more than a more no you're very smart about it i think that every every most people on the show are pretty smart about it and can also handle the backlash and I don't stuff. know if it's like being smart as in being like because people ask having me, really thick skin well having thick skin but that take that I mean it's tough because like I think about this and people are like how do you handle that and I'm like have you like have you always been okay with people being an asshole mm-hmm. for the most part yes because I'm like I'm putting myself out there on reality TV to see my most embarrassing moments so like yeah. I knew what to expect but there were obviously a bunch of times where like it really hit hard. Yeah. The times where it hit hard is when I felt like it's not like about what I looked like really mm-hmm. that even though we talked about that on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That sucked. Like when people would like f- screenshot and like freeze frame, like a photo of like my body, like skinny dipping and it mm-hmm. was like unflattering. Yeah. That sucks. But that's not really what would really hurt me. What mm-hmm. would hurt me is like when I felt like a situation was being portrayed where I was like that. I don't feel like is, is yeah. what the truth I don't feel like that was the truth with and I'm, I can't blame See, that would drive me crazy because everyone has their own truth mm-hmm. so maybe that other person mm-hmm. even like season three when I fought with Katie who's one of my best friends mm-hmm. I felt like I'm like you guys are just I feel like it's so team Katie and mm-hmm. so not you're not showing anything about how I felt and how I was sad but also maybe I did just didn't show that vulnerability. Yeah. Maybe I just like kept that to myself mm-hmm. when I was feeling those things. And maybe that's my fault. So like, I've never blamed editing, Yeah, but it does, it does get frustrating. But the that only stuff can happen not on a show too, when you're not being hurt. So that, that's just yeah. a frustrating thing in, in general. Yeah. I just, 
I don't know. People who just like say things online, like really actually the way that I feel about them is that like, well, you care enough. Yeah. So you to like get me online and talk about it. Yeah. Because there aren't that many things I feel passionately about enough mm-hmm. to talk negatively about on social media. Sometimes I do. 90 Day Fiance people. You're into it. I talk negatively about them and I'm like, you know what? I'm one. I'm like, I try and like not do it on social media, but yeah. like I talk shit about the people that I don't like. Yeah. I'm like, this person is, is an asshole. Can we, can we gossip about this? Like to like, you know, my hair and makeup people and like, you know, whoever yeah. is around that watches the show. I'm like, oh my God, let's like gossip about it. It's mm-hmm. fun to gossip about, but like to actually go online and take the time to do that and take the time to like really write something that's like vicious mm-hmm. is very that it, I just realized that like, well, they at least they're invested in the show. Yeah. So I'm like, at least they're invested in the situation. So they're paying my bills. My favorite <laughs> is when people will um, come up to me or like I'll be working on something and they'll watch the show, but they like to pre- they like to do a backhanded insult to my friends or like pretend like they don't watch it as much as they do like a they they pretend not to know a certain fact or something or downplay how into it they are yet they're asking me questions like oh is Stassi really like this or like but like I don't really watch the show and like I don't what's her boyfriend's name again like I'm like you know every detail you're just trying not to look like you watch it and you're trying to act like you're better than it when you know that you're obsessed. That I actually, can tell you're obsessed with it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That annoys me too because people do that to me too. It's so irritating. And, but I, it's, there's, a quick, there's always a quick tell immediately. Mm-hmm. Like when people come up and they're like, um, I'm sorry, but like my best friend watches this and like they need me to get a photo with you. And then all of a sudden they're like asking weird questions that only somebody who actually watches yeah. it would know. And I'm... And sometimes I do say to them, like, I wish you would have just come up and just said, can I have a photo? Yeah. And not wasted three minutes of my time explaining that you don't watch it, and but your best some, friend that does. somehow better than me. And even yes, though you walked even up though, to me. Even like, though I'm like, you're, you're, it's like you're trying to make, not that you're trying to make me feel bad, but maybe making yourself feel better about it. But like, if I saw someone from 90 Day Fiance, if I liked them, mm-hmm. I'd 100% yeah, go up and just, just be like, like, hey, I watch your fucking show. Yeah. Can I get a photo? If I didn't like them, I would just, talk about it yeah <laughs> i would just be like amongst my, oh my, God. my friends or on my podcast here? this person's here yes and then talk about it like that i yeah. wouldn't go up to them and pretend to do something weird yeah and like, it's weird just be honest mm-hmm. like being honest is like the best honest and efficient yeah and just efficient with everyone's time it's for sure it's 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 it is rude though there is a part of it it's kind of rude oh no it's annoying yeah and, and especially when it's like you're in a group and like all of our friends are there and it's like, mm-hmm. you're wasting now my friend's Everyone's time. time. You're yeah. wasting my boyfriend's time. Like mm-hmm. we're all sitting here while you explain that. You're I don't even know what this it, is. But you, you took the I time even, to get up from your table. I have no idea. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who you are, but like I, I, my friend does and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this, well, this is great. I'm glad I'm, I'm spending my time with you right now when I could actually be enjoying my meal. But like, thank you for spending more of my time sitting there listening to how you have no idea who I am and how you don't give a fuck. Like that's, that's great. 
Okay. I mean, it's no secret that I am not the best cook, but I've been trying over the last, I would say, year to just be a healthier version of myself. Luckily, Bo likes to cook, but sometimes he's not here. And this is why I've gotten into Daily Harvest, because they're little cups that's delivered to your door that you can just store in your freezer. And they ha- you take them out whenever you want to eat one. They have smoothies. They have harvest bowls. So say you want a smoothie in the morning, you take it out. All of the ingredients there are listed. When you open the cup, you can even see all of the berries and everything that it is. It's all natural. Put it in a blender, Nutribullet, and then you have a delicious breakfast or snack. Or if you're like me, I like to make like a cocktail with them because I feel like it tastes like a freaking vacation. I really, really love the harvest bowls because I just think it's kind of a pain to like chop up vegetables and like do all that and cook. And I don't really understand that. So with the harvest bowls, you see like the grains, the rice, the yams, the spinach, you see it all there and you honestly feel like you're actually eating something insanely healthy, which it is. So it takes only five minutes or less to make. You add a little bit of water, put it in a pan and you have a wonderful meal. And right now, they're giving my listeners a deal. When you go to daily-harvest.com and enter my promo code Stasi, you're going to get your first three cups free in your first box. So that's daily, D-A-I-L-Y, dash, harvest, H-A-R-V-E-S-T.com. Enter my promo code Stasi, S-T-A-S-S-I, and you get your first three cups free in your first box that you try. Really easy, especially if you're on the go and don't have time to cook and you still need to get all those nutrients in. So give that a whirl. I'm just remembering when you and Katie had already flown to New York from Nashville. So it was just me and Kristen and Bo and Schwartz were left at the airport. And oh my, that was my worst hungover day ever. I almost didn't get on that plane. Really? No, I almost stayed another night in Nashville. Ugh. Well, I had, you, but you I had to go that day, right? I didn't, I mean, I didn't have to, but I would have to like... I have to get people to rebook my flights. And I was like, I'm, I'm a trooper. Yeah. I'm going to do Just it. Do if it. I vomit on the plane, that's fine. I ended up sitting next to somebody who was somebody who came up to us in the airport. Oh God. Someone came up to us in the airport when we were, literally just hung over just sitting there like oh my god i'm gonna die i'm gonna die and they're like can i just get a photo i can't remember what they said but they're like can i get a photo blah 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 i'm like i literally said to her i was like i'm so hung over right now please can we do this quickly like and it was probably my bitchiest moment because i'm like it doesn't even sound that bitchy. i am hung over yeah this sucks i have no makeup on i really feel like i'm gonna die and then i go into the plane and me and katie thought we were sitting next to each other because we were both going to new york and we weren't. She was like, we were two rows behind her in front of each other. And I was sitting next to that person. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I think I did something terrible in my past life because. Oh, that's absolutely this horrible. Is, this is hell. So anything I I do or say, I know this person knows enough that they're going to tell people that. Yes. So I'm like, and I'm, I might vomit on this plane they'll tell people oh my god that gives me so much anxiety it was uh, that was actually the worst and there was it was such a quick flight like two hours yeah quick, it was long enough but quick enough but long enough yeah quick enough to where you don't have tv we were in first class too yeah it's quick enough to where like you don't have tvs or anything like that uh-huh but long enough to where maybe we should have had tvs yeah yeah 
and I was seated next to somebody and I just didn't this person. I just didn't know what to do. It was really bad. It was oh, really that's bad. horrible. Well, in the in the airport, this this woman came up to Schwartz and then maybe Bo. I forget if they recognized him and then looked at me like, is she someone, too? And then she went, are you Lala? And I went, no. Uh-uh. And she was, oh, you're the comedian. And I was like, yeah. And then she went, OK. And then walked away. I was like. <laughs> people are so, so fucking rude <laughs> like but she knew you were the comedian yeah i mean yeah see i, Honestly, I win i win I, yeah, yeah. I, i'm not like as rude as that is i'm not mad at that listen that's all i wanted to get out of vanderpump rules was to pitch myself as the comedian okay so we all do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run well at least we all attempt i mean I wake up every day and I have like a green smoothie. I have wellness shots. I try eating kale salads, all of that stuff. But even with all of that, we're most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. And that's why I started taking Ritual. Now I feel like it's been six months. Yeah, it's been a while. And it's the obsessively researched vitamin for women. What I love is that there's no additives. It's all natural. All of the ingredients are very transparent. When you go to the website, you they explain why they put everything in that they put in to fill in the gaps for our diet for us women. It's really overwhelming to go to the drugstore and try and like pick a multivitamin or like figure out which vitamins you're supposed to take. And we don't feel like taking like 12 vitamins a day. Not only is that annoying, but it's expensive. So with Ritual, this is a vitamin that has been created so that you only have to take one a day. They make it so simple, so easy, and it even tastes good. It tastes like peppermint because there's actual peppermint oil in it. So when you take this vitamin, you don't have that like gross vitamin-y taste. Blah. Okay. And right now, you guys can get 10% off during your first three months when you visit ritual.com slash Stasi. That's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash Stasi. And you're going to get 10% off your first three months. So you can just get your vitamins delivered right to your door and you can stop at any time. You can even press pause on your subscription. Say like you forgot to take for a week. You can pause and then they'll it'll start right up again. They make it super easy for us all to remain healthy. Can we talk about how your your iPhone thing was Rachel the iPhone, comedian? Rachel We've the talked comedian about it before. Yeah, I know, we, but just in case people are tuning in just now, Rachel's <laughs> iPhone was used to say used to say the way that mine I have my iPhone, it's just set as Satan. Uh-huh. So like on Bluetooth anything like that, like whenever you can, you know, airdropping Mine was things. changed to something creepy at one point when we were airdropping too. Yes, but yeah. But it was Rachel the comedian, which I agreed with your logic because it it's was manifesting. Uh, yeah, manifesting it. So right every now, time right you now saw it, it on your, you know, on your car when it popped in, it's Rachel the Comedian. Do you want to know what it is now? Yes. It is uh, an acronym, but it is the title of the script I just wrote. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't manifesting. A, I don't give a fuck. I'm so, manifesting shit. So I'm manifesting some bad stuff around me right now. Like Satan? Yeah. Well, not really. I think, I feel like, no, because I feel like you've made your whole like ghost murder thing so comical it's not going to happen for you. I think they're kind of like, all right, you're you're bugging us. You're playing with it. You're not a victim. Like, you think it's so cool. No. Uh, well, are you talking about the ghosts or people in all general? All of it. Okay. Well, because I have this theory. Because I just had a press day yesterday. Uh-huh. And in one of my interviews, we they wanted me to do the Ouija board. Oh, and Jesus. I'm like, okay, we have a full camera crew around us. Yeah. Lights, tons of cameras, sound equipment that you can't. Yeah. Candles that have like the like led lights in it i'm like mm-hmm. 
every time, and I'm not suggesting that ev- people should do the Ouija board. A lot of people, most people actually feel very, they're very against it. And I'm, I, I am actually against it too. I don't think most I would Most of do my one. friends are against yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I totally would. it's totally fine. But they've, totally fine. they've entered into my life anyways. Listen, I grew up with my family doing, mm-hmm. like my aunt doing this with me. So yeah. it's. It, from New Orleans. It's. Yeah, it's just some yes. Yeah. It's just something that was like very normal and like never eat we never did like evil shit with it. It was like fun and weird yeah. and just whatever. But like I was there being like, you guys, like we, this isn't how it works. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't do It's the, not the right environment. I can't do the and also like it, it I had a point to why I just said this. You uh, brought that you're you're bringing them in, like the Oh yeah. Then I was talking about I'm like, I've never seen a ghost. Yeah. And I had asked, like, the crew, like, the people who were working on this show, I was like, have you guys seen a ghost? I asked my pup, I asked Emily, my publicist, and I was, she's had, like, experiences with ghosts, mm-hmm. and she doesn't like any of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this isn't fair. That's what I'm this saying. I think it's not happening for you because, because I want a, it to happen you want for it. me. It's, listen, it's like dating. Let's just say you're dating a ghost, I right? I need to play hard to get with a ghost. Hard. Yeah, you're not playing hard to get. You're coming ghosts. on too strong. You're coming I'm on going back on Raya ghosts. <laughs> Ghosts. I'm going on Ghost Raya. Way too strong. And I don't want any of you. For years, you're desperate. You're like a spinster. I've been desperate since I was a kid. You're like a spinster in the ghost world. Always wanted to see a ghost. Yeah, she's too old. She's tried for so many years. They're over, and they just won't. It's never happened. So when people explain like seeing ghosts and having like that feeling and like or like some sort of like ghostly phenomenon happen to them, even if they don't see it, it's like, well, my blankets were torn off of me, and like or something like that. I'm like, what? Why hasn't this shit happened to me? I'm begging for it. Trying too hard. I am You're like desperate. a hooker. You're desperate. I am so <laughs> desperate. That's hilarious. I need to rethink. Hey, you got to be chill. Everything You got to right be now. real breezy about like, you know, when you go to bed at night, you turn off the lights. Yeah, just be like, just be like, whatever. I hope I don't see a ghost. Yeah, I don't care. Like, fuck you I'm guys. Like, I'm fine on my own. What? Yeah, I'm giving up ghosting. I'm independent. Yeah, I'm independent. <laughs> I hope I don't have ghost children. I don't know. <laughs> Not even interested. My parents don't even care if I meet a ghost, you know? Whatever. <laughs> but come if you want. Yeah, but like if you want. But like if you really want to come, like, like fine. I'm not to I left my window open. Yeah, it's like, uh, really? No. Honestly? All my windows are open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I understand why ghosts haven't come to me. Have yeah, you seen too. a ghost? You know I have. I it, can't remember. In London? Well, I didn't see it, but I was. Are you Are you literally not remembering what happened um, in London? When I Oh, when I was there. Yes. I oh, was yes. like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was traumatizing. When they like, shook my bed and then. Oh, yeah. my God. I totally forgot about this. See, to the point where like. Maybe I've, I'm just so angry. You're that you're every, Yes, I'm jealous and just angry that everyone else gets these experiences. And I forgot that I. And then I was able experience. to go back to bed and you were like. No, I, I, I can't. woke you up and you couldn't. No. So let's 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 go over this story. Let's let's just go over the story. We've done it before, but let's do it again. It was two years ago. Two years ago, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So me and Rachel were in London together in a gorgeous Airbnb. Gorgeous. Actually, one of the best ones. Yeah, we had our own room. I feel like the Paris one was a little better just because there was that cave room. Yes, but but I'm saying just for two people, it was amazing. It was awesome. And you must explain that it was like underground. Not yeah, it was underground. Yeah, it was underground. Underground. And I, we had our own rooms. I was sleeping and all of a sudden you woke me up. Mm-hmm. I feel like you'll tell the story better because I'm now it's coming back to me with your bed shaking and everything. Yeah. So 
also it makes sense though that something would happen in london where there's older history like there's not as much old history in america especially if you go keep going west and they got a lot of wars that happened there well i mean this place was still inhabited what i mean our where we live now yeah just I just feel like it's not as it's not history as we don't it's it's history we don't know yeah it's that's true it's like it'd be Native American yes. history right yeah so it's like which there is, is also they got some crazy just, shit going on too yes yeah so like that's what I mean Native there's, American burial ground yes that yeah. shit is that so it, there's just as much history it's just true. we don't know about it and there aren't places as many that's pl- true and maybe ours is even like creepier it's probably darker it's just we've built on top of it too much yeah and yes and now that I'm thinking about it too shanghai tunnel tour in portland that i will tell you about in a second so um so we're in london and we both have, we have separate rooms and we were pretty jet lagged but not like messed up or anything like not we just got no. it was yeah mm-hmm. we had gone to bed but i had a really hard time falling asleep so i had been awake for a couple hours and the crazy thing is chris medina whom you he gave you a reading once he's a medium and a psychic he had just done my podcast and he had told me about... He's the one that said, you're going to date someone CB. Yeah. I and then I started dating Bo Clark. Oh, he said it to you. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I was Bo like, Clark. Clark. Yeah, same thing. He was Shit. like... He, I remember I was in Mexico. You need to get a second reading from him. I'd be I curious do. to see what he... I really want to. Or have, have him on your podcast. Yeah, I want to do He's that. a great podcast guest. But I remember him saying too. CB, I remember CB. that too. And I was Shit. like... Okay. And then... Uh, yeah isn't that crazy yeah but i mean also i just saw and, John and, he, and he wasn't necessarily saying like in that order i think he even i actually think he even said i don't know if it's in that order or what it necessarily means but he saw cb that's crazy yeah what was the john oliver thing it basically just made all psychics look crazy who knows and i mean I, I watched it and i like was like oh my god i hate myself for going to psychics right now because i don't i it was so much <sighs> anti-psychics and like literally foot video yeah. footage of all of the famous ones fucking up and it was just That's, like okay and that does happen and it really sure. like just made me be like oh man okay take the label psychic out of it because i'm not even in super super into that kind of thing but i do believe there are people that have i totally intuition do like i 100 my mom is that. one of them like no. my mom's intuition's insane i i i still believe in even after mm-hmm. seeing this john oliver episode and i even discussed this with Bo because i was like mm-hmm. i hate that we just watched this because i love the whole idea of yeah. just people having that intuition and having this like ability to connect and not understand what's even happening, yeah. like what they're connecting and with. I, I think it's literally take the word psychic out of it. Cause even just think about a little kid, little kids yes. have like a heightened oh, yes. sense of, yes. And I've been listening to an incredible amount of true crime podcasts. Like it's like my thing lately. And there's so many stories of like how next level basic of you. I'm so a hundred percent. I'm as basic 2.0. A hundred percent. And there was like a story of, the these um and then we'll go back to my ghost story these uh girl scouts that were murdered back in the 70s a bunch of them at this girl scout away camp and one of the girls who was murdered her little sister who was like five or something said to her mom that day uh something like why do people go away and die or something and her mom was like i don't like trying to explain she goes i think people are going to go away and die today like had a weird sense about it. And then her sister was murdered. So I don't know if that's, but even just like little, but even when you get like the, the, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up when you're like, I don't like this situation or this person or something is weird. I sense something. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all part of like intuition. I think yeah, totally. And that could be considered psychic or you can read people or you're just, 
I'm yeah, paying attention. No, last episode that I did, I was like, trust your gut. Let's drink some more beer. We need our guts to be bigger because you really need to trust your gut on things. And just you know your what? instincts. You need to make that a meme or a Stasi <laughs> post. That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so back to the ghost story. So he, Chris Medina had just done my podcast and he had talked about when he was little and also like in adulthood, a lot of the ghosts he would see or that would come to the, him it was accompanied by like a scampering sound and that would you would he would also just hear that a lot mm-hmm. so that yeah. kind of got in my oh, head yeah 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 yeah. That's and what so it was. yes 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 i'm laying in bed and i had opened the window so it was down it was down below but we did have a courtyard somehow i guess it was a courtyard in the middle of the building so mm-hmm. it was it was to the outside and i had opened the window so i heard like a scampering like a <laughs> across the ground and i was like oh god oh god shit there was no screen on it like an animal's in the room right now fuck and then within a second and it's not like uh the thing was on the top of the bed it was like in between the mattress and the the bed frame it was like the ghost or whatever had taken the mattress and just started like rumpling it like a wave like yeah so it like scampered and then all of a sudden my bed started like rumpling like a wave like to the point where my body was like uh uh and i was like holy shit this isn't fair it was terrifying okay then i got up woke you up yeah and then i think you watched like some period piece movie well no for hours. we went and recorded everything yeah, yeah, yeah looked under everything no there was nothing there all there was no animal yes yeah, so there was no animal nothing it was nothing there and then i watched the tutors mm-hmm. for a really long time because i'm like well cool it's three in the morning and it's jet lag so i'm on like u.s yeah. time california time but this isn't like chris and jet lag where like uh you hallucinated I did not hallucinate. Oh, no, no, no. I know, I'm but I'm also just saying that. I did not hallucinate this experience. It was like very I'm clear. Like, then I couldn't get back to yeah, sleep yeah. because it was like, okay, well, I'm on California time now that I'm awake. And I was so tired. I, I walked back into my room. I laid in bed and I was like, yo, that was really cool that you did that ghost, but can I sleep now? Like, yeah. Can we be good? Yeah. See, I've never had that. Yeah. So fuck them ghosts. They suck. Mm, maybe that's what you're doing now. You're mad. So then they're going to come to you. Hopefully. Conjuring no, because then you seem too intense. You Maybe gotta just I play it cool. Too much, gotta play it cool. Too much energy. I think I just like too no too much towards that, that. towards that because like yeah. I'm not like that energetic. I'm like pretty chill. No, I just think you're too into it. You know, like you're, yeah. when you're too into a guy. Yeah, they want they what they can't it. have. They always want the, what they can't have. So mm-hmm. I really need to learn how to play hard to gotta, get. You with gotta the be ghosts. chill. Gotta be chill. All right. Well, so we're going to Paris. Yeah. Well, you guys are going for much longer than me. We're going I'm much going longer before that. Can I give my tour dates real quick? Yes, please do that. Um, so I will be uh, going on a European tour with my friend Natasha Pearl Hansen. Uh, we start, well, first in West Hollywood. We are, it's our kickoff show. April 11th at the Pally House. And then we go to New York when Stassi's doing her book tour. April 16th and 17th, we are at Westside Comedy Club. And then we go to Inverness. I'm saying it wrong. I know. At Tuchter's Comedy Club, April 19th and 20th, Edinburgh scotland on the 21st london on the 23rd berlin on the 26th and 27th prague on the 28th and then we end up in paris when you guys get there in early may the most fun trip it's gonna be fun listening to you say prague and berlin and all that and london like that is really fucking cool i'm excited and you guys can get tickets at rachelobriancomedy.com please come if you live in any of these places i know a lot of you have already bought tickets i'm so excited to meet you guys so, yeah, I get messages all the time that people have met you at your really? comedy shows. Yeah. Nice. And Were they there so when nice I walked off stage? <laughs> I haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten that one yet. But I've I've just gotten that they've gone to yours and they loved it and that oh, you were nice. so nice. Thank yeah. you. Um, 
But yeah, so yes, we're going to Paris. <sighs> we're, Paris is back. Remember when people were irritated with us talking about it? Yeah. We didn't care. I don't give a fuck yeah. still. I am it so made excited. Us so happy. Girls trip. How Just, much longer are you guys going to be there than we're there till the 8th? A long time. Yeah, we're going to be there till the 8th. Okay, we leave on the 4th. Four days longer. Lala and Brittany had never been to Paris. Mm-hmm. And all Katie and I cared about was just like, let's just do something, girls. And we, <sighs> Katie and I both love Paris just as much as like you and I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we love all it. love it so much that we were like, we don't need to try and divide it up into like different things. Let's yeah. just go get an Airbnb and chill. I and like Natasha really and I should try to stay a little longer. But it's, we're going to get there probably like on the 31st. So we will have already been there. 31st, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. We'll do the things that we don't. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to want to show them anything. She's never been there either. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this off the yeah, podcast sorry. on scheduling. We're just so excited. I'm, I can't, I cannot fucking wait. Like I'm thinking about like every time I think about my book tour and I get nervous and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, oh my God, all these like responsibilities and like, oh my God, what if, like all of this shit. I'm like. Paris is afterwards mm-hmm. and I've told my agents my publicist everyone I've been like do not email me do not message me for a week let me the live. whole first week of May mm-hmm. my producers everyone I'm like I want to be left alone I don't want to have to be like I should check my email right now just in yeah. case I want to know that nothing is ever just going to come like I don't have to check it mm-hmm. I want to just be in the moment an Instagram story yeah <laughs> Which is the same as being in the moment. Yeah. yeah, no, I think I'm fully going to just in, in we may have a show in Paris, but if not, like and just in general, I It'd just want to, to just enjoy relax. Paris. It would just be fun to just yeah. like have like an M, like an ending to your tour and an yeah. ending to just like being able to chill, not feeling like mm-hmm. you have to do anything or show up for something. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like we can all honestly, even if like say Lala, Brittany, Katie want to do something different than I want to do. Cool. I'll go by myself. Yeah. We can all like, I don't give a shit. I just so want to be in Paris and just not think and eat a shit ton of cheese. Yes. And drink a lot of wine. God, I hope I get a parasite again. And just, oh, that, well, that's always the best. That was awesome. Remember I had a parasite for like almost a year. Well, I got a parasite from Mexico. Well, you had a major one. Tom so Schwartz great. got a major one. He had to go to the hospital. Oh, well, that's not good. I just really but had IBS had for about a year. For a while, oh, so. for a long time. Diarrhea is the best. It's not good when you're dating, but then I would just not eat when I would go on dates because I would be too afraid something would happen because it was like every time I would eat, yeah. I, would, I, was, I had a parasite. I get that. God, I hope I get another one. Parasites for the win, guys. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Until next week. Uh, follow Rachel on r- at Rachel No Brian. R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. Yes. And listen to Be Here for a While, uh, her podcast. We did, uh, again, to reiterate, we did one before this. So it's like the same one. So it's like a two for one. Whoop, whoop. Bye. Bye. Bye.